Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I am your host, Jeremy Greer. This week, we were joined by JJ. Uh, JJ is a very passionate Souls fan. I think I say that about every guest now, so I think that my quality of guests are, are just all great, passionate Souls fans, unlike those, you know, number one through 20 that we don't talk about anymore. But JJ is a great guest. Uh, he talks a lot about how he and his brother have interacted through the Soul series over the years. And I think it's that's a really fun story. Um, as a as a big brother myself, it makes me really happy that you know to see, to see or hear about siblings interacting with video games, especially when it's Dark Souls. Um, but that doesn't matter. You guys just enjoy the episode. I have a limited amount of time for for video games unfortunately like i even without kids or anything just like with podcast and other stuff and social life and everything like i, I treasure like the four hours i can squeeze out of a day if i can for to play video games i wish i had four hours a day i'm like a video <laughs> game nuts me and my brother have always been but now i'm like all right i can play games with the kids but then i'm like all right from 11 o'clock clock to like two in the morning is my time to shine (laughs) (laughs) yeah my dogs woke me up like super early this morning so from about four to uh about five minutes before we started this podcast i was i was that was my time this morning and even then i spent like most of that editing podcast so like i got got, like a good two hours in and i was like oh shit i gotta record a podcast i'll be right there (laughs) what um what inspired you to pick up dark souls one back then uh, well, me and my brother, we were playing a bunch of games all the way through. We did, like, Zelda from the beginning, played them all uh, on, like, Nintendo. Did, we had a 3DS, a DS. So we went through them all, and then we did um, Castlevania, and we played through all those. And we're like, man, games just seem like they're just getting easier as the years go on, especially in that time around Dark Souls 2 came out. I just felt like every game was just holding your hand to to finish it. I'm like, we don't want this. We want a game that's hard. So he found Dark Souls or Demon Souls on a list that everyone finds it on. What are the hardest games? And there was Dark Souls. And he got it. And he was like, you got to play this. This is the greatest thing ever. It's so hard. I, I don't have a lot of money. So like, I'm like, you buy a game and you beat it in a weekend. You're like, well, that was a waste of $60. <laughs> so um he had played it and he kept telling me to play. I was like, Yeah, I will, I will. You know, I got all this other stuff going on. And then Dark Souls two was gonna be coming out and he said, Here, play this. He gave me Dark Souls one. I played it and it was just I was like, This is what I want. This is so good. It's actually hard, they're not holding your hand. Um and I remember when I first started playing it. I didn't have the problem where like I didn't know what to do because I always had him right there, be like, "Hey, go get that! Don't go down there!" and stuff like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> had a helper listening. You had a like an in life. Um, uh, what is the stupid fairy? Why can't I remember her name uh, from Zelda? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen. Uh, yeah, hey, listen. <laughs> you had you had a live one of those in the same room with you. Yeah, he was my live wiki, you know, and. Uh, so, like, I, yeah, I know, like, how everyone, like, they go down and they go to the skeletons, and I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I'm like, this thing is just killing me. But, um, yeah, he totally got me into that, and we've been fans ever since. Um, 
I know I have siblings, and if in a similar situation, um, I'm the older brother for all of it, for everybody, and uh, I would not be able to help myself, but to give them like some pretty terrible advice. Nothing that would like, <laughs> you know, make them quit the game or anything, but I definitely would like lead them to that chest in Sin's Fortress just so I could see their reaction when it turns into a mimic. Like, did he was he actively trying to troll you, or was he a good brother and just trying to help you out? No, he was a good brother, but he wouldn't tell me anything. He he'd be like, "I'll give you a little hint," and. You go. You talk to me uh, when after that, you know. Um, so, like, <laughs> you know, he'd be like, "All right, you don't want to go down. Those skeletons will kill you. Go the other way." Like little tips like that. So he wasn't trolling me too hard, but um. But he wasn't explaining the game to you either. He wasn't telling you like, "Oh, you need to." No, do not this at all. He doesn't even do this to do that. He doesn't even like talking about it. Like even now, about like if we're playing a new game or whatever, like. Hey, don't talk. Don't tell me anything. But um, <laughs> it was pretty. <laughs> so I was playing Dark Souls one while Dark Souls two came out. So he was playing Dark Souls two. Um, <laughs> so we did that. Um, what was it like? It took um, me about like like what, what, what coming to terms with the controls because that's what that's a that's a common thing with the series is like having difficulty just kind of adjusting to the way the game. Um, just physically controls as opposed to like your modern day games at the time. Did you, did you kind of click with it right away and were, were off and running or did you take some time to adjust? It definitely took me a while to, uh, to get it, but it didn't take me too long. Cause I remember it locking in pretty early. You know, when I first played, you know, I did, I went through the, um, the first section and I get to the, um, Firelink shrine. And I just remember like, seeing the crestfallen knight there and like you're like this dude is can i curse i curse a lot i'm sorry if i do i'm like this dude is crappy and <laughs> so i smashed him in the face because like every game you can kill every npc you know it's like let's see what he gives me and i smashed him and then he just destroyed me and like that's when i call my but like this dude he just keeps killing me he looks just like me but he's so strong and i think i played for hours and hours after until Every time I went there, he would just, right there, I show up at the bonfire, and he wants to mess with me. And I remember just having to start a new game. Because <laughs> this guy was just harassing me and, like, running away. You know, I probably smashed the other guy, the, um, ah, the, the miracle guy. Yeah. yeah. So I like, had all these guys smashing me. I didn't know what to do. He's like, all right, start a new game. Start a new game. Don't hit anybody. That's <laughs> stop, talking to you. Stop killing these innocent people. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are you doing? <laughs> That's yeah, so funny. Because in every other game, you can do it. You can like just kill them in every other game. And this game was like, no, you can't. They're going to come after you, and they're stronger than you. <laughs> it's such a weird thing because uh, to me, because uh, I've heard that story from quite a few people of like, oh yeah, I got to Firelink Shrine, and then I just I wanted to see what would happen when I killed that dude, and I've never in my life had that reaction to, to somebody in a video game. Like I'm ne- I've just never done it. Like I've never like obviously like in you know, oh, I tried to hit you with the sword or something, but it's an NPC, so it you know, doesn't do anything. Like, I've done that kind of stuff, but at some point, I just kind of gave up even <laughs> trying to kill people. Like, it's, but it seems like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, there's an NPC. I'm going to kill it immediately. And I'm like, what? No, he, he's obviously there for a reason. You want to talk to him? Well, <laughs> well, I remember, like, talking to him and going, like, this dude is being nasty. You know, the way he's talking about stuff. I'm like, screw it, whatever. <laughs> what could happen? <laughs> what could you know? And he could, he's just going to come back to life over and over again and kill you every time you come back to life over and over and over again. 
over and over. And I, remember, I played through like half the game like that, and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't just have this guy stalking me there. <laughs> Every time I come around a corner, he's, he's raging. He holds a grudge. I get it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the first playthrough, it took me about 75 hours to beat the first one. I don't know if that's a good time, but... And I did, like, a, I, my first one was a magic build, because I'm not very good at video games. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm the guy who runs in there like a madman, not checking out what's going on around me, and I just die. So I was like, I'm going to do a magic build, because it seems like the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my brother was always like, giant sword, no shield. I'm like the guy in the back with the magic, just blasting people. Um, so if you, that's the way I, I'm kind of curious because there's a there's an interesting divide there because you were saying that you wanted like a hard video game and it's something that didn't hold your hand. But if you're not like if you don't consider yourself good at video games, like usually that's what people want. Like I'm good at video games, so I want something that will challenge me. But that's not the case with you. You you were saying like you're not good at video games, but also you want something to challenge you. Yeah, I wanted the challenge and I wanted it hard because I just felt that games were were getting way too easy. You know, like. When I was a kid and we would play Zelda or Castlevania, it didn't matter if you died a million times or I felt like we always just started new games from the start. It didn't really matter. It was hard and it was challenging. And when you actually finished something, you were like, hell yeah. You know, maybe it had to do with my brother always being there. You know, he's only a year and a half younger than me, you know, and maybe us just having our own little challenge with each other, you know. Oh, I got this far. Oh, I got this far. But he's always been better than me at games. But uh, that's the um, you said younger or older? He's younger than me, he's but only about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we my, always had each other. My fa- my 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 kid sisters and kid brother would always be like, "Okay, I've, I've got to this hard part. You take care of it for me." Like in Super Mario or whatever. Like that was the. <laughs> so I was always the good yeah. one, and then like I would try to help them out <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah, but also with like Dark Souls, you you had you know you can have other people help you, which was just awesome. And I never shied away from that, you know, having calling people in through the science and having them help you when my brother was like, no, no one can help me. I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I was always like, Hey, you want to help me do this boss? I've never even been in the room yet. Help me do this boss. So I've always been like that. I always just enjoyed playing no matter if I had help or, or if I didn't, I guess. Yeah, because the so. fun is in the game. Like, uh, I know a lot of people that you know go through the the game and it's like, no, I'm not going to summon anybody. You know, that's cheating or, or or whatever. But I mean, it's part of the game. Like, it's a fun. Like bringing random yeah, people into the world. And, yeah, it's it's just it's just weird. Like you see them and you're like, where did you get that hat? Where did you get that axe? Like, what? Where, who are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> I need your gear. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was always the cool thing about playing Dark Souls 1 for the first time for me, especially because it was pretty close to release, is, you know, seeing that kind of stuff and not having any idea about it and, like, sending messages to people like, where did you get that axe? Oh, I got it from, you know, this crazy-ass wolf in the forest. Like, what wolf in the... What forest? What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? I have been nowhere. I've been getting killed by a bunch of zombies. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm pretty pumped about the remaster, because I'm like, I can't wait to play with a bunch of newbies. (laughs) Me too, With the password system. 
I'm uh, really stoked about that. I'm very tempted to. I was very tempted to pick up a Switch because I feel like there's going to be a lot of like Nintendo people that have never played Dark Souls for whatever reason and they want to play it on a Switch and just like the idea of invading them and and on a Nintendo platform is really appealing to me for some reason. I, you know, I just hope that you know they fix their online whatever they're doing. They're going to really need it for that game. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. With yeah. That, I'm just you know worried about the lagging. You know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have a but, switch uh, now, but I've heard some pretty terrible stuff off of um, people talking about uh, Splatoon too, and just like lagging out of you know competitive matches, ranked matches, and stuff like that being really, really bad. So yeah, but that's I always been Dark switch, Souls PvP. So <laughs> that's that. That was the yeah, experience we even, gotta, even even back then. So you just got to deal with it, you know. But that mm-hmm. should be pretty pretty pumped for that, and have the password system would just make it a million times better <laughs> instead of just. Oh, your two your levels too high. I can't play with you no more. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about in. doing a about doing a from from listening to you maybe a karmic justice build because oh, that nice. sounds pretty fun. That's the that's uh, probably the first were, thing I'm going to do on PS4 is, is go for that KJ build because it's I, I just I don't know how many people like in Dark Souls one people were starting to like originally on 360 people were starting to figure it out but like I don't know how many people will do it this time so yeah yeah. It, it sounds fun and it sounds so funny and people getting all butthurt over it. <laughs> just, um, just expect to lose a lot. <laughs> like you have to go in, like if you, if you come out, if you just make the blast trigger, like if you can do that, that was a successful invasion in my mind. Like that's how, like I would die almost every single time. Like there's no question, but if I could just make the blast trigger, it was a, su- a successful invasion for me. Well, I die a lot anyway. Like I, have, I do not get sad about dying in any games. Like I said, I'm I'm a careless warrior, and I just run in like <laughs> a, a maniac, like no clothes on, and it's like ah. <laughs> That's just the way I play, and people don't like playing with me because I'm like that. Because they're like, no, you got to stay back. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm going in. <laughs> going straight in, yeah, absolutely. Got, I'm going straight in. That's a, you know. That's I've, pretty funny. I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter World and uh it's it's got that similar kind of thing with the co-op where where did you get those items and like what are you doing mm-hmm. and like you're acting weird or you have different stuff that I've never seen before and uh you get that same thing of like okay the monsters over there like we should probably prepare we should get prepared to go fight the monster. And there's always one dude that's just like diving headfirst into it and just whacking it while it's asleep. And I'm like, no, we could have trapped it. We could have done this. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I, just, I just can't help it. I can't I do it in every game. Like I've been playing a lot of Fortnite, and you know, they're like, Hey, we're collecting gear over here. And there I am running away. Like, let's keep, let's go. I'm by myself. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. We gotta go. And then I get shot and then everyone gets mad at me. <laughs> you said you uh you finished dark souls one in about 75 hours did you did you do subsequent playthroughs or did you immediately go to dark souls 2 at that point uh no i did a couple of playthroughs um because he was still playing dark souls 2 you know the the first time i did a magic but it was also like you know the whole jack of all trades magic build where like i didn't like understand anything what was going on you know i seen some of the little story there and uh at the time when that came out, um, it was right when I first started listening to podcasts. So I was like listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and listening to other podcasts. They're like, oh, you're a podcast. You can hear about anything. So I looked and I just looked up Dark Souls. And that's when, of course, everyone's first and favorite Dark Souls was the um, podcast was Bonfireside Chat. 
And then that just blew open a door for me. I'm like, what the? This stuff is all going on, you know? Because the way my brother plays is he doesn't care about story. He plays for mechanical purposes only. He'll blast through Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 and not even know what's going on, nor care about it. So when I... <laughs> it's weird. It's weird how he plays. He's just like, I just like killing things. And... uh and that's what really opened up the whole Dark Souls world was listening to them, you know, start from Dark Souls 1 and then have them through all of the games was, was pretty cool. Um, because I bet you without them, I don't think Dark Souls would have been as big as it is. I think they had a big part in it. Yeah, I think and them Vati, of course. and Vati and the ENBs of the world really um, kind of broke open that, that weird cottage industry of extra stuff for Dark Souls so that it like because i know a lot of people myself included that at a certain point i stopped playing dark souls but i kept you know consuming media around it i kept listening to bonfire side chat i kept watching the hundreds of youtube subscribers or youtube channels that were making dark souls content because even if i wasn't playing it every single day uh i still like wanted to experience it some way or like watching streams like i, I love watching first hours yeah. play dark souls um I have a friend uh, that's starting. She just finished Dark Souls one. She's starting Dark Souls two tonight on stream, and I probably won't have a chance to watch it. But like, I, I, I desperately want to jump in and be like, "Okay, tell me all of the stuff that you hate about Dark Souls two now, because everybody hates Dark Souls two for the first time they play it for some reason." So, I loved it. I loved it. I love Dark Souls two, and I, and uh, it is funny because like you said, like yeah, you're done playing Dark Souls, and then you're watching videos. I went insane. I went Dark Souls crazy. I was watching playthroughs, listening to podcasts, and watching walkthroughs all at the same time, and playing. Like, I was overdosing. <laughs> That's why, like, I wrote, like, some of this stuff down. Like, did I do that, or did I watch somebody do that? You know, like, I, it's all, like, just a big jumble in my head. Did I see that, or did Epic Name Bro see that? That's my problem with Bloodborne. I didn't play it, because I don't have a PlayStation. But I watched him do like three walkthroughs through it and then listen to the other guys talk about it. So I don't know how far I played anymore. <laughs> I never beat it, but I but to me I beat it. I yeah. beat it. I watched them beat it. You have all of the memories yeah. in your head, you just don't know whose they are. Yeah, like I played it, you know, after Dark Souls three, my brother gave me his PlayStation four and I was like, I don't know where how far I went in the last time I played. And I still don't. I have no clue how far I've gotten because I went to the spot where I thought I went and I kept playing. I was like, I remember all this, but I don't. <laughs> Does that make you so. um, sad in a way? Because I know for me personally, uh, I'd, I'd like, I'd want to experience those games firsthand. Um, and obviously no, like, not you, at all. So you, you doesn't, doesn't have that kind of drive for you at all. No, I'm, I was the guy that watched every trailer for every game, watched breakdowns of trailers, watched people <laughs> who put stuff early I didn't care. My brother goes total blackout. I'm like, the only time I went blackout was for the DLC in Dark Souls 3 because it was the end of Dark Souls, so I didn't want to add to room. But anything before that, it was all free game to me. And it, didn't, it never ruined it for me. I loved it more. It, it made me love the game even more because I was so pumped to go play these things and do this stuff that I saw or heard about. So it never really bothered me.
Interesting. I just needed more souls. I had to like, I had to get it, just give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feel, man. Like I know, I know exactly what that is of like looking around at, at, at the gaming landscape and going, okay, what is, what is going to scratch that souls itch that I have that I, I can't, I can't scratch anymore because I've exhausted all of my souls games. So nothing but souls can scratch that itch. Nothing will be ever close to it. Just a, just slightly close to it, I guess. Yeah, because some things you know? come close, but it's it's kind of like a pale comparison. Like a lot of games that are the quote unquote Souls likes, I've I've enjoyed a lot of those. Um, some of them are trash, but um, you know, Salt and Sanctuary is a really good game, and it's got a lot of Souls DNA in it. Uh, but I don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, I would never, I, like, I I just don't. It's not the same kind of game at all. It's just, uh, it's just, it's fun, and it's you know, you could see where they were inspired by, uh, and I like it, but it's not, it's not in the same category for me. Yeah, like any, they should just take out the Souls like like name because it has such a high standard. Like, yeah, I played all the games. Well, I attempted to play all the games that were Souls like, and I play and I go, nah, I'm good. That was a waste of money. <laughs> you know, I, I got that game and I got Lords of the Fallen and I got every other game that you know, and was like, no, nah, this ain't it. It's something. It I don't know. It's story. It's controls. It's it's just not it's not the same and i don't know it kind of ruined games for me i guess it does like that's it's, <laughs> it's a it's a problem like for you know most of 20 i'd say 2012 to 2014 like i just i could barely play other video game that wasn't dark souls one like i just I had to force myself to play something like that was different and try it and a lot of times um for instance like dragon's dogma everybody told me like oh man dragon's dogma is amazing you're you're so into souls you're gonna like it it shares you know it's not the same but it's gonna be similar I played like 15 minutes of that game and just put it down. I was like, eh, I'm going to go back to just invading in, our, in Orlando 56 times yeah, you know, a day. Yeah, that's what it is. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, and then later last, you know, late last year, I ended up playing that on PS4 and loving it. Like that's one of my favorite games now. But <laughs> it took me, <laughs> like I just couldn't do it when I was in that zone. Like it just, it just took over games for me entirely. Yeah, if I can go back in time and erase my Dark Souls memories, then play all the Dark Souls likes. Then play Dark Souls. That would be perfect. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Start with the trash and work your way up to the good stuff, right? Yeah, work your way up to perfection. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going back to Dark Souls 2 for a minute, uh, you said like when you started playing it, you loved it. like Because it's, it's pretty significantly like different than Dark Souls 1. Were you expecting mm-hmm. like all of the story stuff to tie in, or were you expecting it to be the same game? I'm curious like why, or what about it Like you really clicked with that you, you loved it so much from the beginning? Well, first off, it's just a Dark Souls, and you know I knew that a different guy made it, but I I like that because it was supposed to be so far in the future and like on the other side of an ocean that these stories and these legends and stuff about these people from Dark Souls one in history itself things get distorted uh, through time and space, so that never bothered me that the whole story for Dark Souls 1. I'm like, why would we think that this, what's happening in Dark Souls 1 isn't also happening all over the world? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I really liked about it, that this was a different country, and then you hear these stories, you know, like a game of telephone, you know? These stories have been going on for thousands, like a thousand years. Of course they're going to be messed up and wrong and of course, this darkness is going to be seeping through other parts of the world. And so that's why it never really bothered me. And if he, I would love it if 
who was the who made the Dark Souls two? What was the the guy's name? I forget. I, I can never but, remember um, the director's name. I'll, I'll look it up real quick while you're talking because I can never remember. I would love if if they let him do another one. You know, give me because the, the controls were okay. Yeah, they felt a little different, but it was still Dark Souls to me. Tanimura, you know, Tanimura. Yeah, yeah. Like let him do something else. Let him do something else, and they'll even call it Dark Souls because I'll play that too. I've uh, I've said that a lot recently that I, f- I feel like if uh, obviously you know Dark Souls one was such a suc- was such a success that Namco wanted a sequel, but uh, I feel like if we had gotten a spiritual su- sequel, a spiritual successor, mm-hmm. and you know Dragon Souls or you know I don't I don't know some other type of Souls or whatever um, anything call yeah, it anything you know? I, I think it would have helped that game's uh, initi- the acceptance of that game because ev- there was so much expectation behind it, and when people found out that it was separated by a significant amount and there wasn't much tying it to it um it was i think a, pe- a lot of people were let down and then of course dark souls 3 comes along and they're like oh no it's it's like f- four days after the events of dark souls 1 but then everybody hates that too so i don't i don't know how you win besides not making sequels <laughs> <laughs> see i love dark souls 3 too i love them all i they're all my babies <laughs> <laughs> all of my special little children <laughs> yeah what i was gonna bring up was funny like um in dark back going back to dark souls 1 um like i remember my I said my brother had played already. So, like, you know, all these different things. Like, he was like, wait till you get to Smo and Ornstein. You know? He's like, wait, you're going to give up. And um, so I get to them. And, uh, of course, I, I have help with me. And I get smashed the first time. And uh, so then, like, the second time I play, Ornstein, no, no, Smo glitches out and gets stuck in a corner. And so I got to defeat him because he couldn't move, and I beat them both in my second try because of a glitch. And my my brother was so mad; he was so mad because it <laughs> took him like sixty <laughs> times to beat it. I'm like, yeah, I did it on my second try. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did it on my second try, and I actually did it by myself, like solo. And uh, it was just so funny how mad he got at me. Because Smo was stuck in a corner, just <laughs> standing there walking into a wall. Of course he was. And I, and I beat, yeah, of course he was. And everyone's like, oh man, these guards are going to destroy you. And I never got that experience. But I got to laugh at my brother that I beat him in, in uh, the second try. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how pretty, cer- certain people great. have... Uh, you know, trouble with certain bosses and other people just have no trouble whatsoever. Like that was a lot of bloodborne t- was, you know, me comparing notes to other, p- other people and going like, Oh, I had no trouble with such and such. Like to this day, I have problems with dark beast Parl, And I just, I just, yeah. it's, it's a fight that I, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm very bad at. And I know people that was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's the f- easiest fight in the world. What are you talking about? Like I can do that with my eyes closed. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, how do you even know where his legs are? Like, it's just all a blur. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on in that game. <laughs> That's yeah. That's I guess where for me that's where the help comes in. If I'll try something a couple of times on my own, I'm like, all right, come on, guys, let's go. How many how many people can we get in this boss room? So <laughs> you, you mentioned <laughs> and, uh, uh, wanting to do a KJ build. Are you are you a big invader as well as as a as a summon bro? No, I'm the worst. I'm I'm really horrible. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I do like trying. But I just feel like everyone's better than me. But I'll try. But I feel like the twelve year old is just kicking my butt and when I go invade. So <laughs> I just wanted to try the KJ bill just to like see if I have, if I can get people angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> try, try to get some hate mail going, right? Yeah. Cause that's, I love it when I don't get a lot of hate mail. Cause like I said, I'm not the greatest, but I do love it when people are like, 
hey man, I'm gonna kick your ass if you do that again. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the whole internet toughness, but uh, <laughs> and then there's um also like Blight Town and Dark Souls one. I never, I didn't realize, but I never did Upper Blight Town until 2017. <laughs> um, I was playing a new game, and my brother's like, oh, "I'm playing with him," and we go to the top of Blight. I'm like. I never did this game. I never did this part. He's like, what? You never did this? And he made, I had to go through it with him. But it was just so funny. Finding things in the game that you never did, but you've owned the game forever. You know, that's, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Interesting. Do you, do you but, find uh, yourself returning to try to find out like, all of the stuff that you may have missed on your first playthroughs? Uh, no, but I thought about just recently... Because I never did a platinum run or anything like that, but I thought about trying to do a platinum run on three, just because I was going to start a new game before the remaster came out. I wanted to do a a Solaire playthrough, which I thought would be pretty fun. Lightning spears and but, uh, and basic swords and the the the, <laughs> the basic helmet and everything. Yeah, yeah, just the whole the whole. I have it all set up. I just got to find someone to uh, hop on and give it to them so they can give it to me. You know oh, yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do some item shuffling so they don't get you. Uh, I, I just, you know, I, I wish that Souls games would let, just let you do that. Like, I, know, I realize it'll break the game in, in some ways, but I feel like if you have it on one character, you should just be able to give it to another character. Like, who cares? It's just, in, in the majority of cases, it's a single player game that people are doing this stuff with. So, yeah, it would be nice to have like a locker. You could put a certain amount of items in a locker that you can just give to anybody. For a, you know, uh, like for a little while on the 360, and I think PS3 as well, you could you could basically share your your bottomless box. So like you would, oh nice, you could just like load up a character, and then like I don't remember exactly. I think you like had to look at the details on the save file, and then when okay. you s- started a new character, you could rush get the bottomless block box, and then when you opened it, it would have all of that character's stuff. So people could just make real easy, real easily make mules, and just you know have ninety nine zillion of everything. <laughs> so. Oh nice, I love glitches too, like. I, in Dark Souls 1, the second I learned the dupe glitch for duping souls, all over. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not one to shy away from like a cheat code or a glitch. You know, like growing up, you know, I'm like 36, so we had like the, we had the game shark. We oh, had, yeah, man. I'm right you know, there with you. Yeah. We had the game genie. <laughs> we had all that stuff. And just slowly, it just stopped happening. But I always felt like, those games, those were like, oh yeah, I'm done playing this game. I played it a million times. Let's play it like a god, you know, and just be destructible and be like, oh, this actually isn't fun, but <laughs> you know, it was so but weird. definitely the dupe. Glitch. All of that game genie stuff was so weird because you could do like, you could break the the, the way the sprites worked, like you know, that and you could do just crazy yeah. stuff, and it felt like you were inventing new video games with that. Like it just felt, it felt so. I don't know, like this was early 90s for me. So like I felt very hackerish, like it felt very internet culture mm-hmm. before any of that stuff. Existed. Oh, it totally it was. felt very edgy <laughs> and, and awesome. So. It made a game, you can make a game more difficult. You can just be like, oh, I want to destroy everything. Be like, all right, what's this code do? Oh, you can never stop running, you know? <laughs> You're like, let's go. <laughs> Come on, Mario, let's do this. <laughs> all, all speed all the time. Never stop yeah, speed. Yeah, like... <laughs> Even now with the dupe glitch, if I'm playing with someone on Dark Souls 1, if you can do the dupe glitch, you don't have to really worry about being off-level with somebody. You can be like, oh, just do the dupe glitch so we can play along, you know? Yeah. 
it's better than uh it's better than grinding in dark fruit garden <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely it is I, I spent hours doing that before i learned learned the uh the dupe so have you and uh have but you I'm and your brother what, ever played through one of the games together kind of switching back and we forth. played a little bit till recently because i've always been an xbox guy and he's always been a playstation guy gotcha so like even though he yelled at me when i got like the xbox one he's like you should have got a playstation i'm like i don't want a playstation i want an xbox i already signed up i'm already signed up all i gotta do is get a new xbox and plug it in you know i don't i don't have a lot of money i got all the kids and stuff so i can't like be paying 50 extra bucks a year for every game system so yeah no doubt plus my wife my wife would kill me if i got any more game <laughs> systems <laughs> my brother's the one who gets them all like he just got an xbox one so uh we'll be playing dark souls one together but we play different too so it, it, it will be interesting to play with him yeah i think that would work out like if you're doing a, a magic build and he's all up in the guts of a monster like you could just hang out and you know offer artillery support basically right yeah yeah but i think this time around like Dark Souls Three, which I, I really enjoy, has really opened my game my game up to like different builds. Doing the giant shield, I mean giant sword, you know, no shield build, um, which I did for the first time only in Dark Souls Three. Um, I know a lot of people, a lot of people hate on Dark Souls Three. I, I really enjoy it. Um, I hear like a lot Epic Name Bro hated on it, and then the uh, Fireside guys hated on it. Um, where I really enjoyed it. The first time I played through wasn't, yeah, I thought it was a little lame. What, what really like, like when my brother got it, we got it the same day. He was going on vacation in a week and he beat Dark Souls 3 in five days. And I, was, I got deflated. I was so deflated. I was like, oh no, what have they done? You know, because <laughs> I'm like, it took me, Dark Souls 2 took me 120 hours to beat the first time. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, this game's gonna be so long. I can't, I can't wait. And then he's like, yeah, I beat it. I'm like, you just got it. <laughs> How did you beat it? You just, I'm still in the beginning. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was so deterred. But then again, I, I, I did turn to love it. Um, with Dark Souls three, right before the DLC came out, the first DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard about this guy. Um, what's his name? Pete Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he was doing the um the Bloodshade Covenant. Have you heard of that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a big and, fan. Like I used to watch that dude streams a lot. I still turn him on. I turn tune into him every once in a while. Um, and he lives in the same town as I do, so I keep going to restaurants and trying to find it if I figure out if I can meet him somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> has Has he been on the show? No. No, no, be not, no, yeah. I, um, I'll, I'll try to get on, get him on at some point. But it's one of those things where, like, I don't. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I'll offer on, on like, a, I, I like tweet at him or whatever. And it's just one of those things where I don't want to hassle the guy. And if he just doesn't want to say no or yeah. whatever, like, I don't want to be that. Guy. I don't want to like, you know, I just don't want to hassle anybody. But also, you have to ask. So, I, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Hopefully, I'll, it'll just happen one day. Like, because a, a bunch of people that he knows has been on the show. So, like, eventually, it'll, it'll, it'll come into his circle, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, I tweeted him the other day. I'm like, "Are you going to do a Bloodshade Origins in the Dark Souls remaster? Because <laughs> that would be fun. That would be really cool. Yeah, I could, like, I could be into that. Like, right? Do like a bleed build with that. 
but that see him in doing that uh the bloodshade covenant really like yeah i, I beat dark souls 3 a bunch of times but that's what really brought the fun to it because even though people, you know, you can play with somebody, um, and this is before Xbox had the club, and that's the first time I used Discord was through this, where you had a bunch of people wanting to play this Bloodshade thing where it was, it was to gank the gankers. Mm-hmm. You had to le- start a new guy, Bloodshade had to be in the name, and I started a guy, Bloodshade Doyle, and you would go to right after Pontiff, and you would level your guy to 140, so you would catch the gankers who were like 125 or 135. So you would all meet up there, all blood shades with bleed builds, and just gank gankers. And that, I thought that was genius <laughs> to do that. And what was cool was because everybody was trying to get to 140 with brand new characters that you had a whole community trying to do the same thing at the same time. So you always had a million people to play with and, uh, that's where I like Dark Souls 3 the most. I think they made it to play with groups of people where I felt like Dark Souls 1 and 2 were supposed to be more solo. You know? You were able to have those four guys in playing with you or three guys. Yeah, that's going to be... do that kind of stuff. It's going to be interesting to see if that... Because uh, they're expanding the, the multiplayer in Dark Souls 1 for that remaster so you can have... I think four, three or four summons, like it's going to be like that Dark Souls yeah. three level, and like I'm very curious because already the Dark Souls is pretty easy going back to it. Like it's it's a pretty if you know what you're doing, it's a relatively easy game, and the uh, yeah. the I think the boss has the bosses have simple tells, they have simple movesets, the HP isn't kind of anywhere near as high as uh, Dark Souls three or Bloodborne, and like five dudes beating up on Ornstein and Smo just seems like a ridiculous proposition to me. Like that fight would be over before it began. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if they do, if they do it like Dark Souls three and they what it was like a quarter more health every person you had in, mm-hmm. I believe. So like, if they do that, that would be okay. Some of my favorite memories of playing Dark Souls three was during the Bloodshed thing, going in to fight Pontiff Sullivan with four guys. And his HP was like a million, right? And <laughs> we're all bleed builds. I just used to throw kookeries at him, which he doesn't like at all. He used to always come after me. He does not like knives thrown at him. And it being really difficult because everyone's going crazy and trying to beat this dude, which was some of the funnest times I had in the game, was playing with all these crazy-ass people. <laughs> Trying to do all this fun and everyone's yelling and screaming over Discord. <laughs> which was, yeah, which was pretty insane. You know, I met some some funny people to play through then, you know, and hearing everyone's stories and stuff and uh, just laughing because you, you beat the game. You're just doing it to have fun because you want to gank people. You want to gank the gankers. Exactly. Yeah. So. You want to you want to get revenge on the, <clears throat> the times that you know you know you showed up in somebody else's world and there was just eight dudes that were ready to to knock you off a cliff or whatever. Yeah, that that was pretty fun. That was <laughs> and talking to those people and people's memes everywhere in the Discord chat and stuff. <laughs> I even made it with the with all the pictures and stuff. It's funny, like by my house where I live, there's like a a animal doctor, like a a wellness center for animals mm-hmm. and it's actually called Aldrich 
animal center. <laughs> and uh, That's awesome. I had taken a picture of it and posted it in the Discord. I just remember that, everyone losing their minds <laughs> over a place called Aldrich. You're like, like oh, there's something wrong with your pet? And then like, we picture like, a doctor all slimy underneath his Oh, yeah, his, of uh, course. Yeah, yeah. When they're in a dog, like, just gets uh, consumed. <laughs> yeah. That was some pretty funny times playing that. <laughs> if you can dig up the picture, uh, send it to me, and I'll put it in the show notes for this, so people can go check yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it to you. And like, I just remember driving by it one day. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> all churches here. You know, I, I always wanted to go there and like do like uh praise the sun you know like right in front of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i never did but that would that would be really excellent like like you're just like going there you know kneel down do the praise the sun gesture <laughs> walk in <laughs> we're gonna get this guy <laughs> it's always fun seeing um have you seen any of the pictures of like where the actual locations are that were used to model some of the locations in in dark souls because, yeah i've seen some of them yeah it's, it's always yeah. really interesting to me to like the inner like the the raft not the rafters but the um buttresses in Anne orlando like that's that's you can go see that like that's a real place you could just go look at it in real life and that's fucking crazy yeah it's cool that they use so much like real life stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> but um dark souls 3 like i said i really loved it. i love playing through it i thought that all the uh the story was pretty good and i did enjoy like the dlcs and stuff i know it's not what everyone wanted it's not what i wanted but I learned to love it just because I liked how, like, the time, again, like Dark Souls 2, time is all, like, coming together. And uh, I did, you know, it was a little weird to have, like, who's this dude, Gale? You know, is he in Dark Souls 1? You know, it would be cool if there were, like, Easter eggs in Dark Souls 1 he never picked up mm-hmm. of this massive army, you know. Did they show him in the opening cinematic of Dark Souls 1? Did they show an army, you know? I don't even remember. Um, but uh, I remember one time playing, it was my second time playing the um, the Abyss Watchers, and my daughter was watching me play. She's uh, At the time, she would have been maybe 15 or 16. And uh, she's not really a gamer. And she's watching me beat these guys. <laughs> and, and I finally beat them. And she just looks at me and goes, that was intense. <laughs> she was like curled up on the couch, like her fingernails in the side of the couch, like, oh my God, this is crazy. That was, I, I love that memory. That was so good. I have something similar with my wife and uh, the watchdog of the old lords in Bloodborne and the Chalice Dungeons uh-huh. of going like, because she she just came in and she sat down and I think she was just looking at her phone or whatever and I was you know I'm on minute ten of this you know fifteen minute fight and having to perfect it and she kind of looks at me she goes how long have you been fighting this dude and I'm like I can't talk right now I can't I have to focus on this thing <laughs> please please just let me focus on the thing and she kind of she's okay well I'm just gonna watch and like by the end of it she was like oh sh- oh shit oh shit oh shit watch it watch it watch it <laughs> I know when people watch you play you're like be quiet don't. Don't talk to me. You're going to make me lose. (laughs) (laughs) Then you lose. You're like, you killed me. It was all your fault. (laughs) Well, tell me, uh, obviously we have the remaster coming out. um, And it might already be out by the time this episode comes out. Because I I have no idea. Uh, But uh, obviously we have the remaster coming out. And then we have like that Shadows Die Twice teaser i'm not even going to call it a trailer mm-hmm. uh that that from yeah. it out there and then uh they have some unannounced projects that they're working on that they haven't really 
um, clarified, except one is almost definitely a new Armored Core game. Uh, but for yourself personally, your your dream game from From Software, whether it's a, a Dark Souls 4, a Bloodborne 2, something entirely new, going back to Tenchu, like a lot of people think that the Shadows Die Twice trailer is. Like, what, But for you personally, what would you want to see them do next? You know, I would really... <laughs> I would probably, they sold me on every game they make now. You know, I, I hope it's not a Bloodborne 2 because I don't have a PlayStation, but uh, my, I don't know, it, it, it's kind of like what your idea was originally, maybe because it's just stuck in my head, I thought it would be awesome, but I would really like like a, like a North American Cowboys, Indians, maybe, maybe a little Spanish, like Mexican kind of lore culture kind of stuff, like Chuthulu in a in a cowboy hat, you know, or something like that, um, or maybe even like a like a future twenties, thirty thirties kind of feel, mm-hmm. you know, like if a a Blade Runner met the twenties, but also with all this lore and monsters and stuff from the culture, you know, something like that. But if they just did another Dark Souls style i'm fine with that too i'll do dragons and and knights and armor and stuff um anything really it doesn't it doesn't really um doesn't matter as long as the controls are tight and i can play people and miyasaki doesn't lose his touch (laughs) you know (laughs) as long as you get that good souls feeling from it right it will be interesting to see what this soul die twice, because this is the first time where he's totally in charge, right? Yeah, this is the first game that's completely under his command. So, get me, get me in your head. I want to be in his head. You know, <laughs> I would love to see. I would love to see him and um, and uh, what's his name? Um, Metal Gear guy. Oh, um, uh, Kojima. Him and Kojima make a game together. I want to see this. You know. That would be amazing. Probably be a power struggle between them two, but you know, um, get those great minds together. They're so tonally and totally different. Like you know, mm-hmm. you, you hear all those interviews with Miyazaki. Um, I remember specifically about like the gaping dragon when they were, uh, you know, pitching him designs for it. He was like, "No, no, you've made it gross. What we're looking for is uh, is pitiful." Like we don't want it just to be yeah. gross for the sake of gross. We want it to be pitiful and sad that you can almost have sympathy with it. Versus Kojima, yeah. which is like put a mech on it. <laughs> <laughs> put a mech on it. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like I, I, I like some of the spectacle of the. Of, you know, I've only played one of the Metal Gear games all the way through, um, and I, but I like I like a lot of the spectacle that you get from the trailers and everything else from Kojima. But it's not my, t- my particular brand of crazy uh, in a lot of ways. But it's, I, yeah, he's a good storyteller. Yeah. I, I yeah. guess, like, um, I just, like, Metal Gear Solid 5, like, I feel like the only reason I like that game is because there was basically no story in it, and that's what everybody complained about it, is that there was not enough story in it. I'm like, actually, it, I have the same thing with Monster Hunter World. People are like, oh, man, there's not enough story for me to play that game. It's just grinding, and every time the game attempts to give me a story mission, I'm like, I just don't, just let me go hunt a monster. That's all I'm here for. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm changing or something. I don't know what's happening to me, but yeah. Um yeah, my brother doesn't like Metal Gear because uh, there's no story. Where I'm like, but you can, you can do whatever you want, man. You can, <laughs> you can put a box on. Like, come on, that's amazing. You can put a box with a lady on it, and they Google at you. What? You can't do that in any other game. That's, that's true. ridiculous. You cannot do that in any other game. That's that's, that's a fact. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I would like anything from him. Or like I said, the guy from Dark Souls 2. Have him make a game. I'd you love know, to branch it off of Dark Souls 2. I'd love to turn him a loose on his, part of the world. on his own IP because uh, he had so many cool ideas that from, that were in Dark yeah. Souls 2 that never came back. Like I loved the bonfire aesthetics. I loved life gems. I loved power dancing. I loved a lot of the weapons. Like I didn't particularly like some things from Dark Souls 2, uh, but there's a mm-hmm. lot in there that I, I wish had made the cut to Dark Souls 3 or Bloodborne or, or what have you. So. Yeah, and the DLC is great. I haven't beat the DLC, but it's great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's great and it's yeah, extremely difficult. <laughs> oh my god! The, be, between the DLCs of Dark Souls Three, I said, "Hey, let me go play Dark Souls 2 I never did the, never did the DLC, so of course I heard it's fun. I made a poison build, get to the first DLC, can't even get through the first part because you do like two percent damage. <laughs> so I have a, a jacked poison build guy that's a monster anywhere else. That first DLC, even playing with other guys, yeah, I couldn't do it. I yeah. so I never beat the DLC. Wham, wham. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, Jay, thank you it very so much bad. for uh, for guesting with me today, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. This is this is fun. I can talk Dark Souls all day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no one else to talk. No one else to talk to it too. You know. I think. Um. I think most people are like, "Do we have to cut it off in an hour? Let's, let's just go for like five. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I could, I could probably do it too." So don't don't feel bad. Well, hopefully, people who listen to it who haven't played do play. You know, Dark Souls. Because if I would have started listening to the bonfire side chat without playing the game, I probably would have picked it up as well. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, tell me. Uh, tell everybody where you can be found on the internet. Um, I really don't do much on the internet. I would say the best is Instagram. I'm lower level low life on there. If you want to look me up, it's just a BS Instagram. I post a lot of silly things. Um, sometimes some Dark Souls stuff uh, when it comes up. But uh, yeah, this has been this has been awesome. This is great. I've been waiting a long time to talk to you. <laughs> I know, man. I'm sorry about that. Like my my waiting list is crazy. Uh, no, and, I, yeah, it's uh, when I first started listening to it, I was like, I should. I should just sign up to do it. And I waited so long before. I was like, damn, he probably has a million people on the list now. But, it's uh, uh, it's, hey, it's not a million, but it's, it's a good, it's a good, it stays around 50 or 60. Like it, 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 it grows as fast as I can record. So like every, <laughs> I, I have not, if I ever get it less than 20, I'm going to be worried that I'm going to have to end the podcast at some point. Cause like, Oh shit, what am I going to do? I, have, I ran out of people. Like Dark Souls sold like 5 million copies. So I've, I figure I can get to episode 5 million before I quit. So. I don't think anyone's going to be, um, not wanting to be on the show, especially with all these new games coming out. And like you said, those poor Nintendo users who never played a PlayStation or an Xbox are going to have a, a lot of hate, I think. <laughs> it's it's going to be fun. Well, thank you again for guesting, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it as well. As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find the podcast at don'tgiveupskeleton.com. If you want to support the show, the most direct way to do it is our Patreon, patreon.com slash don'tgiveupskeleton. You can also leave iTunes reviews, or you can just keep on listening like you always have, and I very much appreciate any one or all three of those. Uh, If you want to guest on the show, like JJ, just send me an email, dguspodcast at gmail.com. Like... Like JJ mentioned, it might take a while, but I, I don't forget. Like I have a spreadsheet. I put everybody on it. It's added. It's all done. So just get at me and I will uh, we'll make it happen at some point. But most importantly, remember, don't give up skeleton. Cool. 
All good, man. Cool, that was awesome. Yeah, thanks. That I, went uh, so fast. Oh, yeah. That was fast. Um, I want to, I like, I like how you